On Point with Craig's Investment Partners. Good morning all. Remember the information provided here is general in nature. It's not financial advice. It doesn't take into account your situation, objectives, goals or risk tolerance. All investments are subject to risks and none are guaranteed. So before you make any investment decisions, we recommend you contact an investment advisor and you can find out more about our services in that regard at our website, which is craigsip.com. Okay, today I want to talk about the recession that wasn't. So we saw our gross domestic product in New Zealand decline in the three months to March 2023. So uh, gross domestic product for the March 2023 quarter fell relative to the December quarter, the previous three months, and that was the second contraction we'd seen in a row because we saw a decline in the December quarter of last year as well. And these figures came out about four or five weeks ago. And since then, it's become common common knowledge or, or a common discussion point to report that the New Zealand economy has experienced a recession because we've seen those two declines in GDP in those two consecutive quarters. And I just wanted to point out that I don't agree with that. You know, I don't think that contraction was big enough or the weakness widespread enough for us to be calling that a recession. So I don't think we should we should be describing uh, that as a recession. Slowdown, yes. Um, you know, the economy is slowing, it is deteriorating, and it does have some challenges. But I don't think a fall of 0.7%, which is what we saw in the December quarter, followed by another fall of 0.1% uh, in the March 2023 quarter, for me, that doesn't count. You know, I don't consider that a recession. And anyone who's lived through previous downturns, um, like the ones that we saw in, um, you know, the early 90s, 1991, uh, 1990, 1991, or the late 90s, you know, 97, 98, or certainly the GFC, which was the big one um, from late 07 through to, you know, the middle of 2009, people have experienced those periods. I, I think they'd agree that what we've seen recently, you know, late 2022 and early this year, it's, it's certainly not in the same league. It's more of a slowdown than a recession. GDP or gross domestic product, the way the way that's defined is it's basically the total aggregate value of all the finished goods and services produced within a country in a specific time frame, you know, usually, usually three months. So GDP measures everything that we've made and produced after adjusting that for inflation. And it it gives a fairly good, not a perfect, but a fairly good, the best that we've got, scorecard of the country's economic health. There's obviously lots of other things that you can use to measure uh, your your economy and how it's going, but GDP is uh, a decent one. You know, um, I think most economists, most central bankers, certainly most politicians, they'd, uh, they'd hopefully look at a whole range of factors, but GDP is a, is a reasonable measure of your economic health. And when it's rising, when it's going up, so when GDP uh, this quarter is, is more than the previous quarter, uh, your, your economy is growing. And that's what's happening most of the time. Most of the time, 
uh, any economy is growing little by little because you're, you're, you're doing more and making more than you were before uh, because of population growth, because of more activity, because of productivity gains, you know, all of those things. And when your economy is contracting, uh, that that means that your total output is shrinking. So that's what you've seen um, in the, the last two quarters that we've had reported in New Zealand. However, it is a reasonably common misconception, even amongst some economists and market professionals, to just simply look at two quarters of declining GDP and then say, well, that's a recession. Um, I don't know exactly where that rule of thumb came from. Um, some some people out there have, have cited uh, an article that was in the New York Times back in the 1970s, and, and that article had a, a list of recession spotting guidelines. You know, here's the five things you need to look at to spot a recession. Um, and, and the two quarters two consecutive quarters of contraction was one of those um, things. And that is the one that seems sort of stuck. And it seems to become part of the sort of market folklore and, and the media commentary and even sort of in economic circles, probably because it's simple and straightforward, you know, to look at. You know, you've either had two quarters of contraction or you haven't. So it's a very easy one to use. But I think the truth is that it takes a bit more than that uh, for us to consider uh, a period of economic weakness or a downturn to be a recession. So there, there's an organization in the US called the NBER, the National Bureau of Economic Research. Um, they've been around for, for almost 100 years, been researching business cycles. You know, the business cycle is the ups and downs of an economy, recessions and recoveries and so on and so on. And the NBER in the US has become the authority on monitoring economic fluctuations in the US, which is of course the world's biggest economy. And um, they are considered the, the go-to uh, entity for anyone that wants to identify the beginning and the end of recessions and recoveries, because one obviously always um, follows uh, the other. And the NBER uh, considers three criteria, three th key things they look at to determine if a recession has taken place. So they look at depth of the downturn. So that's um, the decline in economic activity. You know, you need to see things decline by a certain amount, not just a little bit. So depth is the first one. The second one is diffusion, which means that um, you need to see that decline widespread across the economy, not just sort of a few sectors in a tough spot, but uh, weakness across the board. Uh, and the last one is that it needs to last more than just a few months. You know, it needs to be sort of for an extended period. And um, most recessions, I think, last probably about a year, give or take, typically, some longer than others. Um, one that was a notable exception was uh, the COVID-19-induced recession or the lockdowns, the response to COVID-reducing session of early 2020. Uh, that downturn in the US, as an example, lasted just two months or similar in most parts of the world. So very short, uh, but because the drop in activity was so great, so significant and so widespread, you know, all sectors of the economy were impacted and some quite severely. Uh, that's, that's one example where the NBER says, look, that downturn was very short, but it was so great, it was so widespread, we're going to call that a recession. And, and a similar story here, then there's other recessions that have lasted a lot longer, such as um, uh, the GFC. And in New Zealand, 
Uh, I think we fell into recession in the final quarter of 2007, and that recession lasted all the way through to uh, the middle of 2009. So, you know, it's a good 18 months or so. So, um, so some are longer than others, but basically you need those three things to have taken place. You need depth, you need the downturn to be quite significant, diffusion, you need it to be widespread across the economy and duration, you need it to last for a reasonable period of time. And here in New Zealand, if we look at the, the two quarters of declining output that we've seen, um, the December 2022 quarter, the March 2023 quarter, that's long enough, in my opinion, to call it a recession, you know, six months. Uh, sure. So, you know, we'll meet that criteria. But then you look at the quantum of the decline, you know, the decline in output from top to bottom, sort of less than 1%, you know, a little bit too shallow, uh, not really uh, painful enough. You know, the decline in activity, not um, not significant enough to really make the cut. And also the weakness, not widespread enough. You know, there have been some sectors that, are, that have been hit pretty hard over the last 6, 9, 12 months, uh, especially some of those that are highly sensitive to interest rates such as construction or home building or um, any of those interest rate sensitive sectors. You talk to people that work in those sectors and they'll say, we're absolutely in recession and we have been for a good six or 12 months. You know, how can you even deny that? But that's the world that they're sort of wrapped up in and, and, and that's what they're seeing in their line of business. So some sectors have absolutely um, faced the brunt of the, the higher interest rates and the, the disruption and the slowdown. Uh, but then there are plenty of other sectors, um, people in other lines of business, um, uh, other industries that haven't seen that that same decline in activity, or um, their business hasn't hasn't slowed as much of that. They're, they've been subdued, you know, maybe they've slowed a little bit, but they've still been quite steady. And then there are other sectors that are actually going okay. So I don't think we've seen the the, the same widespread decline that you would typically see in a um, uh, in, in a genuine recession. So for me, we're not quite we're not quite there. I don't think we can consider that or we should talk about that as it being a genuine recession for the New Zealand economy. Having said that, look, we're not necessarily out of the woods. You know, the economy is slowing. Mortgage rates are still sitting at 15-year highs and Reserve Bank projections uh, still point to unemployment increasing. You know, unemployment at the moment headline unemployment rate in New Zealand, 3.4%. And the Reserve Bank sees that over the next 18 months, so through to the end of 2024, rising to 5.4%. Now that's a big rise. Um, it's I just really struggle to see any scenario where uh, the unemployment rate goes from 3.4 to 5.4 without a recession occurring. So there's every chance there is one ahead. Having said that, that's um, certainly not inevitable. Those, those forecasts might be wrong. The economy might be more resilient than the Reserve Bank thinks. Part of that increase in unemployment might come from strong migration, which increases the pool of talent and, and ease, helps the labour market sort of ease up a little bit. So maybe you've got a couple of things at play there that will soften the blow. So it's, it's certainly not a given, but it's, it's definitely something that is, you know, potentially on the cards. Recessions are a natural expected part of the business cycle. You know, if you've got a, a, a market-based economy, uh, which we do, 
then you know they're not a bug they're not sort of a mistake they're not sort of a, a reflection of mismanagement from uh, central bankers or even politicians they are a natural and expected part of the business cycle they happen uh, and without exception they're followed by recoveries so that is that is just normal so we can't really shy away from that as investors you know you've just got to expect that you'll see recessions every seven eight ten years however however often they come and if you're taking that sort of you know 10 20 year view uh, with your portfolio um, you're going to see you know two if not three recessions over that period uh, and they'll always be followed by recoveries and they're, they're not something you can sort of hide from or avoid uh, you've just got to position yourself accordingly uh, and embrace that business cycle because it provides as many opportunities as it does challenges. But um, there's no denying that they are a natural sort of part of the cycle um, and they do lead to those sort of recoveries, which we obviously all enjoy a lot more than we do the slowdowns or the recession. So looking ahead, um, look, every chance we do experience a recession over the coming year, uh, we'll just have to watch and wait and see. At the same time, certainly not inevitable. Um, I don't think we should sort of take that deep recession as a foregone conclusion. Maybe we will see something a bit milder, a bit more modest. I certainly don't believe that the New Zealand economy is in the same difficult spot that it was in 15 years ago when we were sort of pushing into the GFC. So I'm not seeing anything like that on the cards, but we might get something, you know, a, a milder, milder slowdown. Uh, however, for me, uh, what we've so seen so far, you know, late 2022, early 2023, that doesn't make the cut. And I, um, I personally don't believe that is something that we will look back in the future and say there was a recession in late 2022, early 2023. So uh, that's all I had to cover today. Um, hope that's interesting. Hope that's useful. And we will talk again soon. For more insights, visit craigsip.com.